If Reality Check Radio enriches your day in life, support us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives, and the dose of reality you won't get anywhere else. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate. You might remember last November 2023, Lily Carrington was on the program, um, Animal Justice Party member, and we were talking back then about a greyhound trainer facing disqualification, I think after dog tests um, positive or a dog tested positive for meth. So that was back in November. Lily is back with us um, this morning here at uh, Reality Check Radio. Hi, Lily. Good to see you again. Yoda. Thanks for having me. Okay, so the issues don't go away. You are here this morning to talk about the government intention to overturn the live export ban, That's which right. is in, in the coalition agreement. Just quickly, how, what is your understanding of what they intend to do? Right, so um, live export was banned last year by the Labor government, but um, the new government has put in their coalition agreement, um, so Nationals Agreement with ACT and with New Zealand First, to overturn the ban, which means they want to bring back live export, and they are justifying that by saying that they're going to have very high welfare standards. But the thing is, um, which is what all animal rights groups are very concerned about, is that live export simply cannot be made a high welfare practice. That's the bottom line. Right. Um, I'm reading from an RNZ story, and they're saying, I think it's Lens is the um, the organisation, Livestock Export New Zealand. They're saying that they need a million dollars to ensure the ban is reversed, and some of that money they want to establish a gold standard in animal welfare. That's right. So, what, what Okay, is there any such thing? Yeah, that's exactly the point. Um, so they're talking about this gold standard. They're talking about they're going to have very high welfare standards. They're using words like um, floating cow hotel. But the thing is, so this is what we call humane washing. Um, they're trying to mislead New Zealanders to believe that live export can be made into a very high welfare practice, that it can have very good conditions on the ships, but it's just not possible because of the nature of the journey. Um so there are a lot of issues that can't be addressed even with high welfare standards. It's still going to be a very cruel practice. Um, so Livestock Export NZ, they are launching this um, huge expensive campaign basically to try and convince New Zealanders that live export can be made an acceptable practice um, to try and ensure that the ban is overturned. But um, clearly... They are quite worried if they feel that they have to spend a million dollars to try and convince us that live export can be made a high welfare practice. Then this tells us pretty clearly that you know something's wrong. That um, actually this isn't an acceptable practice at all. It's like the uh, cow love boat or something is what they're proposing. You said a hotel, but well, they, I think you said they said that. So they want nearly two hundred k for that. They're also um, intending on training. Um, uh, advocates and media, $100,000. So they, that's the sell job. So they, they're getting ready to do the sell job, right? Yeah, basically they um, – obviously they know that actually the majority of New Zealanders um, are against live export. We know that it's a horrible practice and the majority of New Zealanders and actually the majority of farmers as well don't want the ban to be overturned. So obviously they know that and it's worrying them um, and they feel that they need to put a huge effort to try and have all this campaigning to try and, as they say, allay public concern so that um, the government's plan can go ahead and they can bring back live export. 
Yeah, um, they're also saying in the story uh, that um, they're on a fundraising drive and they've had financial contributions ranging between two and 50K received from vets, trucking companies and farmers. What Do we know what vets, let's start with vets, what vets think about this sort of trade? Do we know? Well, that was very shocking to me that um, vets are actually contributing to this campaigning because I know that a lot of vets, um, especially vets who have been on the ships, um, are very concerned about live export. A lot of vets strongly oppose live export. Because, well, what have they told you uh, of the conditions? What do they say then in your um, experience? So vets that have been on board, um, I know some of them have seen that the conditions on board are horrible. So things like a lot of injuries, a lot of infections, a lot of um, like horrible conditions because the ships just can't be cleaned often enough for the amount that cows um poop yeah <laughs> which is all the time them, pretty well which is all the time exactly like 15 times a day and we've got thousands of animals on board so you just can't clean it often enough for it not to be disgusting so like things like cows lying in their own excrement they're just covered in it and cows with injuries cows who have died and been thrown overboard just horrible things like that which are pretty standard on these live export ships. What, what's the capacity of these things? Do you know? I mean, it would be um, quite so high, I, I would imagine, to make it worthwhile doing a big cross-the-world trip. Cows. Yeah, so, for example, um, back in 2020, there was a live export ship that sunk, um, and that had 6,000 cows on board. On board. Sure. So okay. and They all went to the bottom, I take it. Yeah. They all drowned, yeah. So there is a lot of cows on board, and that's another one of the reasons why it's very difficult to make sure that they are all healthy and looked after, basically impossible. I can see why trucking companies would be behind it, because it's more business, right? Yeah, exactly. Straight up. Yeah. What about farmers? Have you spoken to any farmers? Well, that's the, in- that's the interesting thing, because obviously some farmers support live export because they can get money from it, clearly. But also um, in a very recent public opinion poll, it actually found that I think it was 56% of farmers, so that's just a, like only just a majority, um, actually are against live export because um, I think the main reason is that it harms our reputation. It harms farmers' reputation um, and, yeah, it just reflects really badly on, our, on New Zealand and on our farmers. So um, that and that we do care about animal welfare and livestock export is clearly not a high welfare practice. So actually a lot of farmers are also against um, live export. Live Export New Zealand, the document um, apparently has or says that the um, group Save Animals from Exploitation Safe will be a formidable opponent. Well-funded, they say, led the campaign to have live exports banned and they've openly stated their intention to do everything possible to ensure the ban remains. So this yeah. sounds like it's shaping up as some sort of PR arm wrestle, yeah. epic arm so, wrestle between, you know, the two sides. Exactly. And it's really quite a red flag, I think, when um, when a big industry or a big business says that their formidable opponent is an animal rights group, or actually SAFE is, is the largest animal rights charity in New Zealand. So that's that's quite a red flag if your your formidable opponent is an animal rights group. Um, and yeah, so what we're hoping, obviously, is that animal rights groups campaigning can um, 
be strong enough and clear enough that New Zealanders won't be fooled by livestock exports campaigning because they're saying all these things about high welfare, but it doesn't hold up. It's really not possible. And I can go through the reasons why um, you can't make high welfare on live export shifts. Please do. Yeah, well, so we just have to think about what we're talking about. Like we're talking about thousands of cows packed onto in these pens on ships and the voyages are weeks long, right? So not even the highest welfare standards, for one thing, can change the fact that they will be scared, they will get seasick, they will feel fatigued and they will get bored and suffer from the confinement and they'll be stressed so we can't we can't control that whatever welfare standards we try and have animals are still going to experience those things because like cows cows are very sensitive animals obviously they are used to standing on the firm ground this is a very scary unfamiliar environment for them and then we've also got things like rough seas um obviously we can't control if there are rough seas or not, and there are always going to be since the journey to China goes right through the tropics. Um, and yeah, rough seas is just going to mean it's even scarier for those cows and um, they're more likely to get injured. But um, to be honest, injuries are bound to occur anyway. Injuries are very common um, because it's just the fact that you've you've packed thousands of these highly stressed animals into this crowded boat and it's rocking, obviously, and there are sharp edges and there are rails and things. So injuries are going to occur. And then, of course, there's the matter of cleanliness, which we've already talked about a little bit, um, like the photos from the previous voyages. Um, when you see them, they're just horrific um, animals standing in just a deep layer of feces and obviously like I said this just can't be addressed with welfare standards because you can't possibly clean the ships fast enough to keep them clean yeah so yeah even with these gold standards that they're talking about it's not going to be able to stop animals being scared it's not going to be able to make the ships clean for them they're still going to be standing in their own waste and then they're still going to get all these infections that are a result of standing in all these all this waste so (laughs) they're saying it's going to be gold standard but it's simply not possible so we just want to really make sure that new zealanders um we make sure that we keep knowing that this industry is going to try and um, convince us that it can be made high welfare. But we've seen the pictures. We know that sending live animals on a ship simply can't be made into a good, happy thing. And then there's the crew. The crew usually uh, they won't be a New Zealand crew. Um, I sure. think not often, like um, on that the ship in 2020 that sunk, um, there was only two of the crew were from New Zealand, yeah. and I think a lot of them were from other places. And their attitude to animals, well, you know, sometimes is not too good. That's very possible, yeah. And and if you're ch- treating an animal as basically cargo, exactly, it's a low threshold of gold standard. Very much so. So even though they can talk all they want about gold standard, but the workers who are on there, that environment is all business. It's all these animals are cargo. We just want to get them from one place to up to the other and do what is going to be best for profit. So their wealth, their yeah, their welfare is probably not going to be put first, no matter how much they say it is. Okay. Well, Lens are talking about spending about half a mil uh, on political lobbying, creating a website. So you can see what's ranging up here. And and I guess this is probably the most significant, a social media counter-offensive team. They obviously think that the battle 
for hearts and minds ultimately here will be on social media. So yes, well, obviously a lot of um, a lot of people. Um, a major way that we find out information is through social media. So they'll be doing lots of campaigning on social media, and we're just um, trying to, you know, make sure everyone knows. Like it's really important that we are aware that their priority is. Um, profit and so they're going to say all this stuff about high welfare and try and convince us but they've said it themselves that they have to try and convince New Zealanders so if you're convincing us obviously it's not true that it can be made high welfare What do you say to farmers who and this is Lens again their chairman Mark Willis telling RNZ that some farmers would lose between 50 and 120k a year if this doesn't go ahead the ban uh, would cost four hundred and seventy-five million in lost GDP. That's quite. That's quite a sum. Well, um, when you look at it that way, it can sound like quite a lot. But um, for one thing, obviously, profit should never be more important than animals' welfare. Um, these are. We have to remember that these animals are not just commodities. They're not just units of production. They're sentient beings. They have experience and they should have their rights respected as well but for another thing um only let me just find what it was a very small percentage 0.6 percent of primary sector exports that's how much live export contributes so overall that's a very small amount 0.6 percent so for some farmers maybe they need to change things up a little bit but to be honest they probably do need to because their reputation is going to get harmed if they continue um, supporting live exports anyway. And um, that's really what we're focusing on in this um, this letter that the Animal Justice Party has made for people to send to the government is that we're focusing on how if we overturn the ban on live export, it's going to harm our reputation and it's going to harm our reputation more like it's like the the amount that is going to harm our reputation right. that's yep. going to outweigh the amount that um, life export the amount of money that brings us. What is your understanding um, regarding you know there there are three parties in this this government coalition. Who is the party that's driving this? Do we know? Um, I feel like I want to say ACT, but I can't be hundred percent sure. I know yeah. that. Well, I know the that- National Party is the party of the farmers. Yeah, exactly. I think all three of them want live export um, to come back, and yeah, National has made that promise made that promise in their agreement with both ACT and New Zealand First, unfortunately. But um, again, the thing that um, with Live Export NZ having to spend so much money on this campaign, it shows that they know the majority of New Zealanders don't want this. And so hopefully the government knows that too. And Live Export NZ has stated that they are worried that without this really expensive campaign, the government, even though they've promised um, to bring back Live Export, they're worried that that promise is not going to be able to be kept because New Zealanders, there's just such overwhelming um New Zealand, like New Zealanders, yeah, they just we just really don't want live export to be brought back. I think you're right about ACT. Um, ACT MP Andrew Hoggart, who's the former president of Federated Farmers, yes. now Associate Minister of Agriculture, has the responsibility of reintroducing the trade. And he's saying that one of his top priorities in the portfolio is that he wanted to progress this with some haste. So he's he wants to he wants to go. He's rearing to go. True. Yeah, I remember reading that as well. But all I can say is, um, 
yeah, I hope that as Live Export NZ has been worried about, they end up um, stalling or not being able to do it at all because of um, New Zealanders not going to be convinced that live export is going to is going to be high welfare. All right, um, great to hear from you, and interesting to sort of get our minds across this. We'll monitor and see what is going on, and and hopefully we can try and get maybe Andrew Hoggard or others on to explain how they intend. That would be to, interesting to, to hit that. this gold standard and and make everybody feel comfortable about it. I mean, I can't think of a more diametrically opposed environment for cows than a ship. Mm, exactly. It's not it's not an okay way to treat them is the bottom line. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for coming on RCR. Lily Carrington, member Thanks of so the Policy for Committee for the Animal Justice Party. Nice to talk with you again. Great to talk with you. Thanks for having me. With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom. Simply visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today.